Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Krops. Hey, good morning, everybody. Thank you to each and every one of you who listened to this show. And thank you to each and every one of you who showed up last night at the Political Coffee Clatch. Thank you. Especially since some of you came from as far as Eugene, as far as Lincoln City. I think it's the first time we've had anybody there from Lincoln City. I may be wrong about that, but thank you for making that effort. And from Portland, we deeply appreciate it. I hope you absolutely found it valuable in many different ways, as we heard from Farrelly Nelson. Remember, Farrelly is the former communist activist. He spent time with the guerrillas in South America. She was there. She's part of Unify Oregon. You will hear more from me about that as we go forward because it is a piece of how we, in fact, get Oregon back to equilibrium. You wait. I want to thank, by the way, also Nick Hill of Marion Polk First for being there last night and for talking about where they're at. In fact, they had sent out an email earlier in the day about where they're at in gathering signatures to allow us, or you, those of you who live within the city limits, of Salem to be able to vote on this new Salem income tax that the city council barely passed, but passed nonetheless. So thanks, uh, Nick, for, for being there last night, because what we know is that they've collected about half of the signatures that they need. Now, they need 4,000 valid signatures, and they're shooting for 6,000. Well, they've got about 3,000 signatures. This is important. This is where you come in, each and every one of you. And last night, Nick had petitions. He picked up petitions from some of you and handed out even more petitions for you to sign. Because, folks, we have until really until August 6th, that's not that many days away from now, to turn in. The actual turn in date is August 9th. But they need the signatures by the 6th, and they need them by the 6th so that they can go through them. Make sure and call out or, or cross out the signatures that they will verify are not valid. This is so important because the Secretary of State will throw them out. County clerk will throw them out. So I, again, want to encourage each and every one of you to go to their website. Continue to educate your friends and neighbors about this. Go to Salem. Let Salem vote. Com. Let Salem vote.com. And when you go to that website, 
The website homepage pops up and then a big white box pops up. It says 24-7, that means 24 hours a day, seven days a week, petition drop-off is available. You just drop them off next to the Capitol on Court Street at Oregon Business and Industry. They got a drop box there, folks. 24-7. That's available. So thank you to all of you, and thank you to Nick Hill, and thank you to Fairly Nelson. Thanks to Curtis Grubbs for uh, running the meeting and for Oregon People's Vote, you all that showed up to the second half of the meeting. And I thank those of you who participated in, and, and especially Avis, for making notes for what I ask you to do. There's a reason I did this. I ask you all to watch the music video of Jason Aldean's Try This in a Small Town. To watch it and then describe how you felt about it. Not how you think about it. But how you felt about it. What, what did it say to you? Quite serious. Now this is part of a little bit of a research project that I am working on. And frankly it is related to why Fairley Nelson was there, Unify Oregon, in, in their fundraiser that they're having um, Saturday night. There is a path forward, folks. It's something, I, as I alluded in my comments, I was in the combine cab yesterday. I couldn't make the meeting last night. We had, I mean, it misted down here in the South Valley where I farm and where I live uh, until almost noon. Uh, and it, you can't go out and combine ryegrass and separate the seed from the straw when it's wet. You're going to wait till it dries up. So we had to wait for the sun to come out. And I didn't get the combine started until 2 o'clock in the afternoon. That's why I could not make the meeting last night. I was uh, really bummed because we had 44 people there last night. That's huge. And we're grateful for Oregon People's Vote for being a part of that. Joining their meeting with ours, we're grateful to each and every one of you made the effort to be there last night and for participating, including those of you who chatted with Avis afterwards as she went from table to table, I'm told, and ask you how that video made you feel. Thank you for all doing that. You see, this is part of where we're going to go in the future, folks. And not, not just as a radio show, but something even deeper than that. And it's the reason that we are grateful for Diana at the Honky Tonk for giving us two hours, basically shutting down her restaurant. The restaurant's not shut down, as you know, but basically giving us the main floor for two hours when she normally would be allowing karaoke from six to eight. That probably costs her money. Seriously. That's her commitment to liberty and the, the whole concept of it, folks, to our constitution. Everything that our forefathers fought for and believed in, their why. Why? Why do you believe what you believe? Why do you believe in liberty? Why do you believe the greatness of America. 
the promise of America and everything that our founders believed in, that they put their lives and their sacred honor and their fortunes on the line for. Why do you believe that? It's the why. And I want to thank a state employee who shall never be named for reinforcing to a great video, YouTube video, from some time ago by a guy by the name of Simon Sinek. It has been viewed 63 million times. That's a lot. It's a short video. And it's about why. And I'm going to read for you something from it because it relates to everything we did last night. But again, I want to say thank you to those of you who showed up last night, those of you who spent money. And I hope and pray that every one of you who come to the Honky Tonk for Political Coffee Clatch, which is every other week, twice a month, that every one of you will spend a little bit of money and say thank you to Diana, who is there often. We are deeply appreciated. So here's the main takeaway as to why you show up at Political Coffee Clatch events. You have a why. Something is important to you that you recognize. That's why the word is getting out of people coming from Portland, Eugene, and Lincoln City to be a part of it. Because you're finding it valuable, number one. But there's a reason why you find it valuable, why you come. Your why is incredibly important. It is. And I'm going to tell you right now, it is one of the things that I, when I counsel people who are thinking about running for office, I always ask them this question. What is your why? Why are you doing it? This video that's online that you can watch from Simon Sinek about how leaders inspire others. This is why I asked Curtis, thank you, Curtis, again, for running the meeting last night in my absence, to play the Steve Bannon video because it's motivational. Well, here's what Simon Sinek says in his YouTube video. Quote, people don't buy what you do. They buy why you do it. Now, let me say that again. People don't buy into what you do for your occupation or for the reason that we have political coffee clashes. They buy why we have political coffee clashes. They buy into that. He continues. If you talk about what you believe, you will attract those who believe what you believe. Let me say that again. If you talk about what you believe, it will attract those who believe what you believe. This is part of persuasion. Because you see the people, and I'm going to stop here for a moment, folks. The people that are the reason I do this show every day. This is my why. Right now, at this time of year, while I'm combining, and yes, I'm building a home, and yes, I'm irrigating. I get off the combine at 
at sundown and I go move irrigation pipe by hand. Now, at my age, I, I thought I'd finished that about 40 years ago, but I didn't. I'm doing it by hand in my hazelnut trees because they need the water. I don't get to bed till 11 o'clock. And I'm not thumping my chest here, but I'm telling you, I get up still at 4.30 in the morning, like I did this morning, grab some coffee, do my morning routine, and get ready to do the show. Why? Why would I get five hours of sleep a night to do this? Because it's important. Because preserving our liberty for my two grandsons and my stepson and his family, for you and your family, is worth it. That's my why. Because my forefathers gave it all, laid it all on the line for life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. They pledged their lives, their fortunes, their sacred honor. That's my why. He continues, Simon Sinek. The key to persuading to talk to their limbic brain It's part of the brain that's part of the emotional side of your brain. The part responsible, he says, for our feelings, like trust and loyalty. We can persuade people when we help them believe what we believe. We can persuade people. Listen to this. We can persuade people when we help them believe what we believe. Like Reverend Martin Luther King did. To change political realities and ignite a movement. Yes. You have the power to persuade people when they know and understand your why, your motivation, your reason for having a persuasive conversation with them, your reason for caring. So what's your why? Back in a moment at 620. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It's 22 minutes past the top of the hour. Ben wrote me an email. By the way, if you want to call, it's 503-589-1220. That's the Power Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. You can send me an email like Ben did to Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at KSLM.news. Ben, I think you are simply not understanding the process correctly. The documentation you sent me, he, he writes an email, says about the constitutional carry petitioners. Carrie Lake is going to be in Salem. Constitutional carry people that are out gathering signatures to put it on the ballot that we the people would vote to allow constitutional carry. And if you don't know what that is, it is basically, you don't need a concealed permit. You can carry a weapon in Oregon lawfully, hidden or not. That's constitutional carry in a a nutshell. Anyway, they're bringing Carrie Lake here and raising money. I have also signed that petition, and I hope you have also. So, so Ben says, it was just brought to my attention that the constitutional carry petitioners have been collecting signatures and funds for the last month 
without Secretary of State approval. Is anyone familiar with this type of behavior? I can assume that all signatures gathered before the 21st are useless. What about the money? Well, fair question. They were approved under the law, Ben, to gather the first thousand signatures as you provided me the timeline from the Secretary of State's website. They go out and gather the first thousand signatures. And you can do that without filing a political action committee pack. Now, generally you don't, but you can. They submit the revised text. They go get the signatures, the first thousand, Submitted to the Secretary of State, which you note, which happened on April 12th. They submit that first thousand signatures for verification because that's how you get a ballot title. 426, the signature verification of sponsorship signatures was completed on the 26th of April. And on July 21st, they were approved to circulate on white paper stock for any petition that will be circulated by volunteer circulators. So they are not proposing to pay, because you have to make that declaration when you file your paperwork, paid signature gathers. This is all done by volunteers. This, the, everybody who signed ahead of time before the 21st their signatures do count and will count. And you don't, and if you are doing this with volunteers, you don't have to have a pack. Now you can raise money, but only to a certain point. And if you go over that point, I think it's $3,000, then you have to have a pack. You have to open up a bank account. You have to do that. So your understanding of how the process work is not is not quite correct, Ben. They're not violating the law. They're doing everything. Believe me, if they were, there would be a Willamette Week news story, an Oregonian news story, a Salem, a Salem Statesman Journal news story, because every town, this is Bloomberg's group, or Moms Demand Action, would be all over it. And it'd be all over the news. It ain't what's happening here, folks. They are absolutely abiding by the law. Now, I want to... One of our listeners writes this. This is Nancy. Went to the grocery outlet to get eggs. Young fellow outside was collecting signatures for three things. One of them is the tax repeal, but said he was out of Portland and didn't live in Salem. Getting signatures, name on the back of the petition is Preston Mann. Call Davis, why would anyone in Portland be paid to collect signatures down here in Salem when it only affects Salem? Because the people that are sponsoring this need to get it on the ballot. And they find people who are willing to work to get paid by the hour, not by the signatures, but by the hour, 
to stand out there in the grocery outlet or other places parking lot and ask people if they've heard about the new Salem City income tax that will cost the average worker $506 a year. The name on the back of the petition is Preston Mann. Preston is one of the employees of Oregon Business and Industry. Somebody has to, to sign it. So why would anyone in Portland be paid to collect signatures down here in Salem? Because they, when you, you just, you get the best. You pay them a lot of money, they come out and they get the job done. That's how it works. That's the circumstance. That's what happens. And as Amanda reminds me, this Salem city tax affects a lot of people outside of the city of Salem. Like those of you who live in Independence or other places with a Salem address, but you can't vote on this. You can't even sign the petition, but it affects you. Why? Because you work in the city of Salem. You could live in Dallas. You could live in Staten. You could live in McMinnville. You're going to pay it. You could live in Albany. You're going to pay this. That's why. It does affect lots of people outside of the city of Salem. It's 629. When we come back, let me get into some more of the news of the day and what it means you and I and our freedom. Back in a moment at 630. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. We are back. Great to have you with us. It's uh, 24 minutes for the top of the hour. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. Amanda, do we still have our caller on the line? If we do, let's take him. Caller, good morning. How are you, and what do you have to say today? Are you talking to me, Jeff? I am, and who are you? Okay. Hey, good morning. It's Phil. Um, I received a signature sheet in the mail for the city uh, petition. Okay. It's a 10, ten signature um, that was sent. So it's the chief petitioner is Preston Mann. Um, yes. My question is, the easiest way to find out who's eligible is just to make sure they're, they live in the Salem area. So you, we have four or five uh, zip codes, correct? Yes. So you want to go to uh, letsalemvote.com. Have, have you been okay. to that website yet? No, I have not. Okay. So I, I encourage you to do that uh, because they're – you can, uh, I'm trying to find it on the website as, as we speak here. Okay. There is a, a link, I know, to um, the, the city of Salem's website that allows you to determine exactly if you are eligible to sign it. 
In fact, here it is. So what you want to do is you want to go to LetSalemVote.com. Okay. And then there's there's a tab that says More Info. All right. So, so click on that, and just like I did, and scroll down to uh, How Can I Confirm If I Live in the Salem City Limits? And there's a link there, and you click on that link, and it takes you okay. to the City of Salem website with that map. Gotcha. Okay, and so w what you do then is uh, click on the map and you can see if you are in the city limits. Because, again, okay. not everybody who has the Salem address can vote on this. All right. You, okay, I was sent this. I live in uh, West Salem, 97304. So am I allowed to gather signatures? Well... I believe you are, yes. Um, uh, and, and, I'm, and I'm just sorry I'm doing this on the fly no, here fine. if you're, that's, you're that's talking fine. to me because I'm, I'm clicking on the map um, to, to see about that. So, But what you would do is you would enter your, uh, your address. All right. And you should be able to determine... If you're eligible to sign it. Now, I don't have an address because I don't live in Salem. So okay. anyone can gather signatures. Okay, so okay. even if you didn't live, you could still go gather signatures. Okay. And sign it gotcha. as someone who's gathering signatures. But to actually be able to sign the petition to have your name considered to be part of the 4,000 names that, uh, that apparently now uh, OBI, the, the Let Salem Vote sponsors of this, they're announcing they do have 4,000 signatures. I was incorrect, it's not 3,000, it's 4,000 now. That's what the right. news story, the Salem Reporter says. Okay. So, so we're getting there. So yeah, you can, you can sign the petition, but you have to live within the city limits. You can gather signatures if you live outside of the city limits. All right. That sounds okay. I appreciate it. Thank you. Hey, thank you for listening. And by the way, thanks for being willing to go get some signatures. I hope you do that. It's I, not hard. I I and and what and what was your first name again? Phil. I have I Phil. have a lot of people that are interested in signing, so I, I'll know where to go. Wonderful, Phil. Thank you. Thank you for caring. Have a good day. Uh, you too, man. I appreciate it. 503-589-1220 is the Power of Buick GMC Talk Line. Before we go to Gary, got to remind you, if you need reminding, even though yesterday was kind of a cooler day, it ain't going to be today. We're going back into the high 80s. So, again, don't be uncomfortable in your home. Call Freedom Heating and Air if you are uncomfortable. If your AC just not keeping up in this hot weather, call them. They'll come out and they'll fix it. If it's a long-term problem, they'll come out and they'll discuss with you long-term options. A great company to work with. They not only get out to your home or your business right away on their emergency services, but again, they're very great to work with when it comes to long-term solutions. And you can see that if you go to their website, freedomheatingandair.net, or you can just give them a call, 503-580-1456. 580 1456. 
Again, if you want to find out if you're eligible to vote and be able to sign the actual petition so that we, you, who live in Salem, can actually vote on this new city income tax, go to LetSalemVote.com. LetSalemVote.com. And then click on the More Info tab. And if you scroll down, it says, how can I confirm if I live in the Salem City limits? Okay, it's really easy. It takes you to the City of Salem website, and you can go from there. All right, let's go to Gary. Gary, good morning. Go Beeves. Hey, Jeff. Go Ducks. Uh, so uh, I imagine you've heard about LeBron James's son having a heart attack yesterday. I did. Uh, this what is he nineteen or he is one of the top recruits in the country. Um, he uh, because the Ducks were after him, he ended up uh, signing with SC. But he was one of the top three, four or five recruits in the country, an absolute specimen, uh, which raises the question of the shot. Now, LeBron, he has a regimen uh, of eating and uh, health, health-wise. Uh, he spends like 10 to $20 million on his diet and his, uh, his workout routine. Uh, you know he's doing the same thing for his son. So this kid had zero risk factor for a heart attack and has a heart attack. So again, the question is, did he get the shot? Of course he did. He had to get the shot in L.A. to, to uh, be in, uh, in sports. Uh, not to mention his dad is a rabid liberal, so of course he's going to get shots and boosters and everything else thinking that he's doing, you know, the right, saving his life or whatever. So once and again, Unify Oregon is out front and center. Uh, Army uh, is out front and center because, look, the, two days ago the woman collapsed, the uh, singer collapsed with heart, lung, uh, she had lung and uh, leg clots, uh, this Tori Kelly, Emmy Award winner, Right. They're right. dropping right and left. So, folks, it's another reason to to pay attention to what Unify Oregon's doing in Army specifically, because she's an RN. And the protocols that you can use, if you've gotten the shot, maybe maybe you've had multiple boosters, maybe it hasn't impacted you yet. Maybe it never will. I hope and pray it doesn't. But if it does, there's a great reason for you to join well, you up. You need to come Unify to our Cuba night, Saturday night. Uh, go to uh, unify-oregon.org. Unify-oregon.org. And come to this thing and ask Army all the questions you want because your family has gotten the shots and they need to get on the detox program. This, these people are dying, and it's getting more and more obvious that that shot uh, has deadly side effects. And LeBron's son is a perfect example of that. Very he's, high the, he's the I, absolute example. You can't 
point to any other um, any other risk factor in the the kid's life. There, you, you know that he's had his heart gone through from from one end to the other uh, at the level that he plays at, and his father's a billionaire athlete. Of course, he's going to have his body checked from head to head to toe. How in the world does this kid get a a, a heart attack except by the shot? Hard to argue with it. Thanks, Gary. Good luck uh, again on your fundraiser. The Cuba Knights celebrating Army for Heritage because she is Cuban, folks. Yeah, and I got a feeling the uh, the uh, the shot is going to be talked about, even though we didn't really plan on it. This brings it front and center once again. So have them go to unified-oregon.org and uh, they can get all the information um, but this is this is more important now than it was before go Ducks go Beavs hey Rich hang on I'll get you on the other side of the break 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line there are places where you can sign the petition starting today and I'll name them we'll come back from the break and take Rich's phone call and some great emails no that's not poverty Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. We are back. Last segment for today. I want to thank Eric Azer, Righteous Renovations, for being one of our sponsors. Go to his website, RighteousRenovations.com. You hear me talk about, yeah, I'm building a new home. Some of you who've ever had that experience know what that's like. Uh, you add that to the fact that I'm in the middle of farm harvest and, man, the days just run together. It's a blur right now. For those of you who are not building a new home but are thinking about remodeling, huh? why don't you give him a call? Because he's somebody you can trust. Now, I'm working with him on the interior of my home. He does a lot of stuff, including additions. Those bathroom and those kitchen remodels are what he specializes in. He loves that kind of work. He's good at it. And you can see that for yourself if you go to his website and you can look at the, some great before and after pictures of some of his projects, but also read the very satisfied customer comments. If you've ever had a bad experience in a remodel, you know it's not fun. You don't have to worry about that with Eric Azer, Righteous Renovations. Again, read it for yourself. Go to his website, RighteousRenovations.com, RighteousRenovations.com. You can sign the petition to put to a vote to stop the Salem payroll tax. Starting today, from 4 to 7 in the afternoon, the South Salem Winco, South Salem Winco today from four to seven. Tomorrow, the Dallas Crazy Days for three days, 
27th, 28th, and 29th out in Dallas. Friday, Marion Polk first, and these are all Marion Polk events. They're going to be out at the Turner Road Walmart on Friday, again from 4 to 7. Saturday, from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., they're going to be at the Salem Saturday Market this coming Saturday from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., Salem Saturday Market. And then the Big Bash at Volcano Stadium, August 3rd through the 5th. They're going to be signing petitions. Come and sign. Talk to your friends and neighbors. Again, share with them what's going on here. Educate them. Help them understand what's going on here. By the way, did you guys hear about Hunter Biden's lawyer that impersonated an opposition attorney in a failed attempt to remove whistleblower evidence? Folks, that's a big time no-no. And the judge ought to sanction. In fact, the judge ought to file sanctions against that lawyer to the extent the lawyer loses his law license. That's a huge no-no for whatever bar association this lawyer is admitted to. They ought to expel him immediately. You don't do that. But apparently, one of Hunter Biden's lawyers thought it was okay. Oh, and they're calling it, oh, some kind of uh, just a misunderstanding. Yeah, right. Sure it is. It's a misunderstanding. Just like the two left-wing professors, one of law and of political science, have op- written an open letter to Joe Biden urging him to ignore U.S. Supreme Court rulings that the left doesn't like. Can you imagine if Trump did that? If lawyers, law professors, political science professors wrote an open letter to Trump, just ignore the Supreme Court rulings. Man, would that the left ever go crazy? Can you believe this? No. I don't believe anything anymore. Let's go to Rich. Rich, good morning. Your thoughts. Welcome. Morning. Uh, could I may be wrong, but could someone look at their taxes, property taxes, that kind of stuff, and if they're paying any taxes to the city of Salem, they're in the city of Salem? Um, don't know about that. That that's a really good question. Maybe somebody out there in the audience knows the answer to that, because I don't. Yeah, that's all I had. I, I I do know, Rich. You have to live within one of the. I think it's one of the wards of the city of Salem. That's the criteria. If you don't live within the boundaries of one of those wards, you can't sign it. You can gather signatures, but you can't sign it. It's a good yeah. question. If anybody knows the answer to that, would love to have you shoot me an email to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. <laughs> Doug writes an email about the grand old party. How fitting the name is for the washed up, do nothing, blue haired geriatrics on the right side of the uniparty spectrum that so diligently polishes brass on the sinking ship of state. There's a visual for you. We've all suffered their complacency as byproducts for keeping the status quo lifestyle of kickbacks, 
handouts and force-fed pablum. The feasting is over, Jeff. The goose is cooked and rotting on the compost pile. The preacher has given the people everything they wanted to hear and expected at the bi-monthly Elks Clubs meeting. Should we be shocked or even interested that a group of people otherwise intelligent and insightful can be so perplexed by the downward spiral of wash, rinse, repeat election cycle? Your path forward is based on history of lies that everyone has agreed on. So let me ask you this, Doug. If this is what you believe, you attract other people to you? And what's your path forward? What's your solution, Doug? You never answer that question to me. I'm just curious. What's your solution? Since you think it's all over and that all we're doing is just doing rah-rah and we're just having an Elks Club meeting and that we're not doing anything to solve the downward spiral of wash, rinse, repeat election, What's your solution? We just give up and let the communists take over and put us all in re-education camps? Is that your solution, Doug? What's your solution? Did you know, folks, there's a, for $20, you can dance with death. Did you know that? 20 bucks. It's a Willamette Week story about how you can buy $20 uh, fentanyl. For 20 bucks in Portland. It's a corner on the Southwest 6th Avenue in Harvey Milk Street. Market opens at 6 p.m. After the cops and the compu- and commuters go home to their families. The sellers are Honduran kids who wear black ski masks and look barely old enough to drive. Buyers smoke fentanyl in the stoop of the nearby Three Kings building. Dealers chat with passersby on the corners as lookouts stand watch. Some of them carry guns, which they've been known to occasionally fire skyward in battles over turf. You can buy fentanyl for 20 bucks and dance with death. And you know who made that happen? The Portland leaders, the voters of this state that bought the lie of George Soros that decriminalizing small amounts is appropriate. $20, you can dance with death.